there's a lot on my mind. You know, I got a lot. I had a lot planned for uh, this podcast. And, you know, I wanted to get back into talking about lifting and health and wellness and fitness and all those angles. But, you know, some things just, you know, they take precedence over certain things. And um, this is always something that just really gets at me and makes me angry and infuriates me. And I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of stuff like this happening. I'm tired of what needs to be a simple arrest ending up in a a worldwide viewed murder. You know, uh and it all and it's not just these protests, this is where people get it wrong. This protest it may have started because of George Floyd, but it keeps going because of all the previous people that this kind of thing has happened to. I understand why people are burning places down. I understand why you're breaking things. I understand why you're committing violence. I get it. Because... Not just black people, but everyone that has tried to join in on the movement, right? They've tried the peaceful peaceful protesting. They've tried it. You look at Colin Kaepernick, man. You know, all he was doing was, first he started sitting down during the national anthem, okay? A veteran comes to him and... They talk about what's a more respectful way to protest, right? He tells Colin to try kneeling. Because that's a sign of showing respect. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. I don't think a lot of a majority, especially white people, a majority of white people and others, but majority of white people, didn't understand it. They don't get it. They don't get that they're not protesting the national anthem, dude. They're protesting the abuse that they receive over and over and over From people that are in law enforcement. People that are supposed to protect us. They're murdering black men. They're causing violence to black people in general. You know, which... You know, you see different stories where the same person... Or the same... So say like a... This white guy came out and said he was committing the same crime as George Floyd. But he ended up going to court and all that kind of stuff. George Floyd didn't get that. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of thing. That's the difference. You know, why is why are we in 2020 and this is still happening? 
That doesn't make sense to me. What makes sense is the thought of the power that a lot of police officers feel. They know they have that power. You know what I mean? And um, with that, they feel like they can do anything, which needs to stop now. It needs to stop, man. What's the like the Pledge of Allegiance, right? The flag, the American flag. What does it say in there, right? For liberty and justice for all, right? You might as well change it to for liberty and justice for white people because it's not all. It's not all. So black people could protest the flag, right? But they don't. They're not protesting the flag. They're protesting uh, police violence. They're protesting that their, their life matters. And we get it. We get it. All lives matter. Yes, we get it. Understand. Understood, man. We get it. All lives matter. Your life matters too. But guess what? You're not worrying about yourself when you're walking down the street and a cop goes by you. You actually feel protected. Right? You're not sitting there worrying, okay, I got to make sure I'm doing everything right so I'm not getting pulled over because, you, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Just because of the color of their skin. I can't imagine how, you know, black people feel. And you can't pretend that you do. Even if you grew up in the same neighborhood as them, even if you grew up, you know, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. You know, I hung out with predominantly black kids when I grew when I was growing up. But yet I didn't have the same fears of law enforcement as they did. You know what I mean? I wasn't scared to do certain things. Because I never feared that, you know, we both, we, you know, we had different lives, even though we came from the same neighborhood. You know, we had different things to worry about. And um, it's sometimes it's not as easy as just obeying the law. And that's another that another thing that white people throw out. Oh, if you would just uh, obey the law, blah, blah, blah. Nah, man. They could just, a black person could be walking down the street, man. And you have no idea what kind of cop is driving that car, what they're thinking that day could change their life forever. And right now is when we need to put a stop to it. This this has been happening for too long. You know, yes, they need to stop the looting and stop the set fire, setting fire to things. They need to stop being reckless. I don't, I don't agree with that at all, but I understand it because peaceful protest hasn't been working. You know, they tried it with the NFL. They tried it. 
They tried it with kneeling for the national anthem, and everyone else said, no, you're not doing that. That's disrespectful. Oh, but it's not disrespectful that we don't treat other races respectfully? That's not disrespectful? No one likes protests. I understand that. No one likes it, but it needs to be done. It needs to be done. And now, when it's finally done, and uh, you're, you're calling for it to be peaceful, when they've already tried that. People have already tried peaceful protests, but once it gets violent, because they are so angry, that what else are you going to do? How else are you going to get someone to listen to you? What else do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to go to Congress and try and stand up for themselves and, you know, get a law passed or something like that? They can try, but guess what? You got another white racist bigot dude probably sitting up there that's going to make that decision. So where does that get you? Back to square one. So when you get so angry... And so pissed off and so irritated and so over it. What do you resu- what, what do you turn to? Violence. That's what's going to make people listen. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. So no, I don't agree with it. I agree with the peaceful protests, you know, that people are doing walking in the street and, you know, holding up signs and all that stuff. I agree with that. Okay. I don't agree with breaking and entering and tearing people's businesses apart. You know, we had just, in Delaware, we had just opened. And now you got people saying like, oh, we just made it. You know, we got small businesses. Oh, we say, we had just enough money to like get through this COVID thing. And now uh, we can open our business. But the day they can open their business, what happens? It gets burnt to the ground. It's a wild thing. It's a wild thing, man. But I just wanted to get my thoughts out there. And uh, you can disagree with them. doesn't matter to me. Um, but that's, that's how I feel. It's just... Uh, As people, we got to have a better understanding of what other people deal with. We have to do better and come together. You know, I think ultimately at the end that we'll be, uh, we'll have a stronger bond. You know, I don't know how much the police brutality um, will stop, um, but... It's, uh, I just hope it's going to go in the right direction. I understand they have a hard job. But, uh, when a guy's already arrested, is it necessary to keep your knee on his neck? I know that's what you're taught, but... He's on the ground, already arrested. What are you going to do? So. 
my hope is and my prayer is that, you know, it just never, this thing just stops. This thing stops, man. And uh, I'm, hope, I'm really hoping we can move forward as people and grow and do better and not just have all these setbacks. I just wanted to get that out there. I wanted to let y'all know that, yo, I feel the same. I feel the same. I feel exactly the same. It's upsetting to me. It it angers me that this stuff happens. All because of the color of your skin, man. This it's it's old. We're in 2020. Let's wake up. Uh, it pisses me off and it gets me worked up, so Thank y'all for listening to that. And welcome to the Strong Tower Podcast. Start the show. It's, it's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. I what it takes to make you I'm here to celebrate a little bit. After all the negativity that's going on and everything, um, you know, I'm proud to say, like, I can't, I mean, I just figured it out myself. I didn't even know I've been doing this for over a year. You know? Yeah, I missed a couple. Uh, I think a couple I was sick and then a couple we were in on vacation. So, uh, but I've been doing this for a year, man. A year of podcasting. And um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that, uh, you know, I got my first year under my belt. And I love doing this. And I love growing. I love uh, learning more about it. And I love talking to people and learning things about them. Starting out, I wasn't a very, like, sociable, like, talker. You know what I mean? I wasn't a big talker. Like, someone's told me before that I only talk when I have something to say. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, I don't just run my mouth to hear my own voice, you know. But podcasting has really taught me uh, how to keep a conversation going. And And see, the thing is, I've always been interested in what people do and why they do it. And what drives them to do it? What's their motivation? You know, that's the, that's something that's always uh, driven me. So I have a whole list <laughs> of people I would like to thank for, you know, being a part of the Strong Tower podcast and, um, you know, sharing your stories and sharing more about yourself than, you know, maybe you didn't want people to know or, you know, I don't know. But I just thank you, you know, I thank y'all for listening and I thank you all for coming on the show and I thank y'all for um just being a part of it, you know. So we got my cousin uh Madeline Bingham and then you got uh Alyssa Welsh, Ben Steele, uh my cousin Will, 
things, brother. Uh, Ariel. Um, and then Nick Golden. Um, I want to pause right there because Nick is probably one of the guys, man, that shared the most with me. Um, I knew a lot about him already, and but I didn't know the majority of what he came out with. And it really shocked me that he was, and I told him before, I said, hey man, there's anything you don't want to talk about, you know, uh, let me know. He said, man, I'm an open book. So he was free to share everything that he wanted to share, you know. And uh, talking to him was very eye-opening. It was very, I don't know. It was very touching that he would share all that, just hoping that someone would listen to it and change their mind about drugs or, you know, go get help for something that they deal with. And, you know, he dealt with a lot. He dealt with a super lot. But he was still, he still had his humor. He still had his silliness. He still had um, a way to put a smile on someone's face, you know. And it just really saddened me to hear the very next week. So the last thing, so <clears throat> actually before the podcast, me and Nick, man, we talked for like an hour before the podcast. Then we did a podcast for an hour. And then after the podcast, we talked for like an hour. So I got to hear a lot of things that, you know, he didn't really get out during the podcast. So, and before he left... I just remember saying, hey, man, I looked him in the eye, shook his hand, said, hey, man, you know, I just want you to take care of yourself. He was like, hey, man, I got you. And it just, it just saddens me, like, the very next weekend, I heard he passed away. I just really hope that... You know, someone, maybe at least one person, you know, has changed their life because of Nick. Because of what he was talking about with you or maybe on the podcast or, you know, some kind of conversation that you had with him. I just hope that uh, that it reached somebody. But I just want to, like, just sit in a moment of silence, man, and just... um. Just remember Nick. Thank y'all. Um, and then we move on. We got it. We had uh, Leslie Bradford. One of my good friends from uh, high school. We had uh, Mike and Alex Kaczynski. Um, 
who like I really appreciate because I know they don't do the, do this kind of thing. So I really appreciate them them coming on. Um, they're expecting a kid, and I'm so happy for them. It's so it was so cool to them to like help me out and just you know be able to get to know different sides of them and stuff like that. Um, uh, Rebecca the Draft Evans we had, and we had my boy Josh Henson, uh, Jerome Lewis, uh, Jeff Souden, uh, Carlos Thomas. My brother, John Hamrick, we had him a couple times. Um, then we had my wife, Heather Hamrick. Then we had uh, Megan Quinn. I thank you, I thank you, Megan, for doing this and being a part of it. Then we had my dad, Aaron Hamrick. Who else? Who else? Who else? My boy Mark Griffin. My boy Mark Griffin um helped me out, came to do it for me. And Chrissy Zazut. Thank you, Chrissy. My boy Sami, DJ Swanky. Go check him out on social media. My boy D. Will, David Wilson. Uh, I talked to him being in quarantine in uh, Pennsylvania. He's actually, well, he was from Orlando. I think he moved now. But he was in uh, Pennsylvania the whole time stranded. And my girl Sasha. Got to talk to her in quarantine and um, see how she was doing. My cousin uh, Sierra from West Virginia. Got to talk to her and listen to uh, her thoughts about uh, the coronavirus and different things like that. And then the most recent one, my my Aunt Annette, who lives in Georgia. And that brings us to now. You know, it's been a long road, man. It's been fun. You know, I started this last summer and, or last spring. And it's just been, it's just been a cool experience for me. And I love doing it. I'm not stopping. It's, it might sound like that, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep going. It's just cool to like celebrate like a year, you know? So. So let's get into uh, some workout stuff, man. Like I haven't talked about uh, lifting or working out or anything like that on here since I first started doing one. Doing a podcast. So a little about me with the whole health and fitness thing. Uh, let me see. Where do I start? where should I start? So I started. I went to school for it. Ended up with my um, NSCA certification and a certification from Dawn Career Institute for personal training. And then from there. Uh, what else did I get? NASM certification. I got a uh, sports nutrition certification and then also ACE. So there's a lot of certifications involved. <laughs> um, so not only do I have experience with my own body and my own self, I also have uh, 
the letters behind my name to back it up. Um, I was a trainer at Anytime Fitness and Retro Fitness. I did that for a long time and um, got to be better at that. Uh, why don't I train now is because I kind of fell out of love for it. Oh, sorry, my allergies, man. But yeah, I kind of fell out of love for it. I've talked about that a couple times to a couple different people. But um, if you're wondering why, so why did I fall out of love for it? I think it was just because of how much effort I put in and I wasn't getting the same effort back. So the person that actually wanted to lose weight or gain muscle or do something different with their fitness goals wasn't putting in the same work. You know, I was wanting it 100% more than them. So I was doing the best I possibly could with them and... You know, to the point where I was texting people almost every day, making sure they were doing what they needed to do. And for some people, they just weren't getting it done. They weren't even trying. I don't know if it was too hard. I don't know if it was they were lazy because I don't take your schedule as an excuse. I don't. Everyone has the same 24 hours. You make time for it. You want it bad enough, you'll make time for it. So... I never took that excuse. I never accepted that. Your excuse is either you don't want it or you're lazy or it's too hard. You know, maybe you thought hiring a trainer would make it easier, which it should. It really should. I mean, I had it all written out right there. Everything. Working out your workout plan, your um, your meal plan. Everything, dude. So, and that just built up over time. Year after year after year, I just got more tired of it. Um, I stopped at, I stopped working at gyms. I got tired of working at gyms because of the way they were run. I hated the owners. I think um, most of the time they were disrespectful to the, to the uh, members. And I couldn't stand working for them. So I went out on my own and started my own business and I had a, I had clients with that and those clients did the same thing. So I had a lot of back and forth with myself. I was like, is it the client or is it me? You know, I would read online that other trainers would say, oh, it's your fault. Your client's not doing well. So there was, there was times where I agreed with that. But then I would look back and be like, dude, I'm doing everything. I'm literally trying to keep them accountable while doing everything for them. They, they're being, I have a spoon and I'm giving it to them to eat. <laughs> like, what else do you want me to do? I didn't know what else I could do. I was doing literally everything I possibly could and uh, the people just weren't, they just, all they had to do was put in the work and they just weren't doing it. 
And I was just tired of doing that. I was tired of spoon feeding people. And I was just like, I just don't like this anymore. People would ask me to train them. And I was, after that, I was turning down people left and right because I don't trust you. I don't trust you. I don't trust that you'll be able to do it. You know, people need, if, if, if I was to train someone, I'll have to be there every single workout to make sure you did it. And for you, that's expensive. And for me, that's time limiting for me, you know. Unless I worked it into my schedule. And I couldn't do that for everyone, right? If I have other stuff going on for me, I couldn't have a full day's worth of people trying to be there for every single workout. And obviously, like, the client wouldn't want to pay for that because that gets expensive. So, so yeah, I fell out of love with it. And I found I found out I love the business part of it though. Um, I used to work at a supplement shop, and I loved doing that. So now I'm in the process of building my own, um, my own brand. Today's podcast is brought to you by STNutrition.com. So Strong Tower Nutrition is the brand. It's, we carry, we are a retail supplement store. Right now, everything's online. We carry uh, brands from Run Everything Labs and Bomar Nutrition. And we only carry what we believe uh, are the best supplements that will provide you the, the, the wants and the needs that you have and just give you everything that you're looking for. Uh, everything that we carry is specifically tested by us. Um, I've used everything that we carry and I, I stand by that and I continue to do that and I'm only going to carry stuff that I believe in. So if you go to stnutrition.com and we still have a special sale for the podcast listeners, if you type in Rona, R-O-N-A, you get 10% off. So go to stnutrition.com. Check out these special brands because we're going to have more coming to you. You know, it's June. It's nice out. It's time to get moving. You know, it's time to get out of your house and get going and, you know, get back to your healthy lifestyle. You know, shed that quarantine 15. Do what you got to do. Up your immune system so you're not... Uh, able to acquire this virus if it happens again in the fall, you know, do everything you got to do, stnutrition.com, back to the show, um, but yeah, so that's, that's a little about me and my training experience and my background, so there was a question asked of me, let me see if I can find it, One second, let me find this question. Okay. Um, since you are and have been in the nutrition and fitness scene, what are your true thoughts on marijuana? And do you think people can compete and partake in it 
and still be successful? Or do you think people can, you know, um, just train and not be smokers, whatever? Okay. All right. So pretty much the question is about marijuana and fitness. Okay. For me, I had no problem with it. Um, there's different different strands of marijuana, different strains and different, uh, you take a number of certain milligrams and all that kind of stuff, you know, right? If you're doing it for fitness, you're not smoking like a person to get high would. So that's the difference. Uh, marijuana has been found to help you recover. So that's why a lot of people in the NFL, even though they would get drug tested, um, one, they like smoking, and two, it helps them recover. And, you know, when you have a certain um, limit of things to use for recovery, uh, you know, try weed. Try weed, try CBD, you know, whatever. If you like having that little buzz or that uh, that THC in there, you know, I have no problem with smoking marijuana. I mean... There are bodybuilders that do it because of their uh, stress and anxiety of their regular life. And to and to be able to go and train the way they need to, they need to focus and calm down. And before CBD became a big thing, um, a lot of people were smoking weed. So really, I have no problem with it. Um, you just got to know your limit. Because you can't go and train high, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's a little, I think that would be a little too much. I don't know how that would turn out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really have, me personally, I have no problem with it. And I don't see why anyone would. Um, the only thing is, I would just see a little bit of danger, you know, training high. You know, but if you could smoke marijuana to a point where you feel good and you feel calm and you feel focused and you're just ready to go, why not? You look, everyone's looking for an edge. Everyone's looking for something to make them better. Everyone's looking for something to help them recover faster. Why not? So that's my answer. Um... Okay, since we've been home and everyone's been doing these workouts, you know, which is weird. I've seen a lot of people that haven't worked out before, like start working out during the quarantine. I guess now because they have more time, um, you know, they can focus on that. Um, for me, I mean, as you can see in the background, I have a pretty much home gym. I have barbell. I got heavy weights. Um, I don't have machines or anything, but I usually... Um, I'm a member of Planet Fitness, like it or not, you know, so I use the, the machines there if I need to use machines, but mostly I'm lifting heavy, um, I'm using dumbbells and plates and, you know, barbell and stuff like that. I have a safety squat bar. Uh, I got, what else I got? I got plyo box. I got a sissy squat little machine. Um... So home gym versus a regular gym. 
And I asked that on Instagram last week for a better workout at home or at a gym. And 56% people said at home. Hmm. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, For me, I really love just being able to go to the basement and train. You know, I can put my music on, the music that I want. I can put it on as loud as I want. Um, I can grunt. I can scream. I can, you know, breathe heavy, whatever I want to do. You know, I understand other people don't have what I have. But, I mean, you could do the same things. If you if you know if you know enough to make shift like different things, um, you can do it. You know, body weight stuff. You have no idea how challenging body weight exercises can be. <laughs> you know, they can kill you. You know, it's it's tough. So if you just focus on that kind of stuff and get good at that, why not? You do it for free in your own home. You know, sometimes there are distractions. You know, I get distracted with, uh, like, I think about, uh, like, a certain idea I need for my business and, like, maybe I should post something. And I have all these thoughts going through my head as I'm trying to lift. And I end up just going upstairs and working on the laptop and, you know, missing out on my workout. So sometimes that's bad. Or my wife asked me to do laundry and I got to do that while I'm down here. You know what I mean? Uh, Sometimes it becomes a thing. But, you know, I think um, for most people, it's just convenience. You know, it's less having to worry about other people um, and what they're doing. And it's less complaining and um, you don't have to drive anywhere. You can just, you know, do it in the comfort of your own home. I love it. I don't know about y'all, but I love it. So, um, oh, and I did ask people about um, smoking marijuana while training, um, specifically before training and after training. So, because it's all about recovery, right? Uh, which would be the main reason. Sixty-seven uh, percent said there's so many benefits to it. didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) So there's that. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. I think uh, it was more of a thing before CBD and then CBD came out and then more people probably do that. But, you know, if you still smoke weed and you still want to work out, you know, there's no. I really don't see a negative side effect, but besides the fact that you don't want to be fully high while you're trying to work out, you know what I mean? I think that will uh, not really help you too much uh, unless you're a functioning um, person that's high all the time and you can do it, then so be it. But for someone that's never really, uh, that doesn't smoke all the time and they want to use marijuana for it, uh, I would just say, you know, you know, take a puff, pass it on. And do what you need to do, uh, be smart about it, and do your research. So, uh, Next question I asked was, the benefits of a 45-degree leg press. 
that's always been through my mind, right? Uh, don't get me wrong. Like every time I go to the gym, I try and use it because I don't have one in my house. So obviously, but I think, uh, people mostly use it as an ego lift. You know, you thought bench press was an ego lift. I think, uh, more so the 45 degree leg press because people want to throw 45 plates on there and bend their knees and then that's it. So, and I don't think that gives you much of a workout. I don't think that does too much for your legs. Um, you know, I can do more with my legs with three plates than with 45. You know, the depth that you get, the uh, focus and feel that you get within your glutes, within your hamstrings, you can focus on firing those muscles. Um, you do them with one leg. You know, there's so many different things you can do when you slow things down, you focus on what you're doing. Um, you can go heavy. I have no problem with that. The thing is, when you're loading up 56,000 plates and you're barely coming towards your chest when you when you unrack it and then you're pretty much just, it's just a knee bend and you're putting back up. What is the benefit of that? For your ego. That's what it is. Oh, I can do this. No, you can't because it doesn't count for me unless you come your knees to your chest, man. That's just my opinion. So again, again, if you if you disagree with any of these things or if you agree and you want to let me know like what's up? You know, call the hotline at 302-313-6429. What else we got? I feel like I went through that really fast. And I thought there was something else I wanted to say. And I think that's it. I think that's all the lifting stuff I wanted to talk about. I didn't want to get too in depth. Um, I didn't get too many questions. So if you want, if you want to know, you know what I think. I mean, I'm not going to consider myself an expert. You know, I did. Uh, you know, I've only competed in two bodybuilding shows. Um, I have like four certifications. I think I don't even know how many I have, but. It is what it is. If you want to ask a question, you know, call the hotline. Hit me up on Instagram uh, if you have any questions, um, concerns, complaints, whatever. You know, let me know. Interact with me, and uh, we'll keep the Strong Tower podcast going. 